Welcome back to Final Sector, guys. This is our Imola Grand Prix preview. So this is uh, our first uh, European race. So usually, uh, usually it's, it's a big string of European races, but I think from here we go straight to Miami. But that's fine. Yes. Um, it, it, the one thing it does have going forward is it's the first weekend we have our sprint race, uh, which I think is going to be interesting at, at, at a track like this. But um, I wanted to, to touch on the new sprint format. I know we've talked about it. Uh, a little bit in, in previous episodes but um i think it's uh, last year when they trialed it it was only the top three that got points it's now the top eight um i think that's gonna it's gonna play a much bigger part in the overall weekend so um i'm curious to know what you do you expect it to to bring maybe some chaos or some uh maybe some teams will try a bit harder for those points or do you think it'll probably fall into a, a bit more like last year's where it's like ah it's sort of, we'll just sort of follow a train and go through. Uh, I'm curious to see what your thoughts are on it. So, I It's it's hard to say because, mm. I mean, you could argue that, yes, last year, unless you're really fighting for the top three points-wise, there was no point gunning your heart out, but you still were kind of, you know, you could have pushed a bit hard to make a place to then start one place further up on the grid, which is sometimes worth its weight in gold in some circuits, right? Yep. Um, yep. I mean, we've seen previously here that cars can fight decent enough. I will say that, again, it's another variable that they haven't had a sprint race here, so it's kind of tricky to see how it plays out, rather than yeah. if we were back at, you know, if we were back at Brazil, well, then we could say, oh, well, actually, with how easy it was to pass there, maybe everyone will go wild, but now we're like, ah... Um, hmm. I mean, when they, when they announced these changes, I mean, I was in favour of it, and I think, again, even if you, you know... Maybe if you're in a lower lower place team and you've kind of had a good start, then maybe it means you're going to push really hard just to hold on to it. You don't have to worry about having to defend for a whole race distance to hold on to an 8th or a 7th. So from that yeah. perspective, maybe someone like an Aston Martin and Williams could actually yeah. see this as a nice way to get a little win. Um, so, true, true. Um, yeah, whether it'll change the show, I'm not sure, but I'm certainly for it. And mm. I've, I mean, I've never been that much of a critic of a sprint race and I'm excited to see it's come back. It's kind of snuck up on me. I didn't really realize we were having one until yeah, people yeah. started talking about it. I went, Oh, we're having the first one. So that's, that's right. kind of nice. Um, yeah. so I'm, I'm looking forward to it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, especially with how the midfield is the, the battle is at the moment. Again, we talked about it in the, uh, the race, the Australian race breakdown where it's sort of, uh, like back and forth, like how, mm. you know, some teams that we saw Haas, you know, they'll ride at the front and then they sort of drop back a little bit, like the variable in terms of, um, even things like setup and, and how the track actually works for the car. Um, you know, because mm. it's so close in that midfield, I think having those extra points all the way down to, to eighth, even though it is only the one point, like it's, it's eight points to one point on a sliding scale, if you weren't aware, but, um, yeah, so having you know the, the sort of the front of the midfield uh there's a little more incentive uh to sort of get there obviously you've still got the, the the benefit of starting in that position for the race so if you uh qualified a bit lower then I mean, you've still got that benefit but the uh the benefit of the the championship points is is just another incentive on top of that mm. so i think maybe uh potentially less so for again the the top drivers uh but yeah definitely that sort of upper midfield i think uh that could pose some some interesting questions uh for, for some teams and some drivers so yeah i'm exciting to see exciting to see how it plays out uh, especially at a track like Imola, which uh is in itself still a little bit of an unknown because we've only had the one year back and that was uh, uh it was an interesting race sort of wet to dry and it was a bit was it just the one yeah. year or did we have two years there now oh it might be two i think we've had it for two years now but again it's the first 
Yeah, you say uh, maybe I only remember the last year. Maybe I only remember last yeah, year. Cause last yeah, because last year was so maybe chaotic, so, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I don't but, remember. Um, I don't remember the twenty twenty one, twenty twenty race then at all. So maybe that doesn't bode well. Anyway, let's move on. It, it's kind of you kind of blend the two as well in your memory, bit. but still, yeah. it's it's similar with the new regs, and they were kind of saying the English mm. should be even more exciting with the it new should regulations. Be. Yeah, it should fit so. these cars. So we've yeah. already had two amazing races. I can say that much about them. So mm, yeah. happy to be back going back there anyway. Yeah, hundred percent. So uh, obviously, the first uh, home race for Ferrari, where Ferrari is now a championship contending team and the favourites. So uh, I think you said in uh, one of the previous videos that you'll see a lot of red there. Uh, probably more. I so said than in usual, several so, videos. Yeah. I realised. Uh, <laughs> mentioned so it a lot. <laughs> yeah, the Tafosi are going to be uh, in droves there, so uh, I think that's going to be one <laughs> exciting one for them for sure. Uh, it's been a long time since they've had a, a Ferrari genuine on pace this early in the season to uh, you know to properly contend. So hopefully it doesn't happen like uh, what was was it twenty seventeen or eighteen where they it had was a really two fast car years and where then yeah Vettel dipped. started all right and then yeah. by the time they got to Monza he was kind of slipping back yeah. by then and it was like ah fingers crossed that doesn't happen again yeah um, but yeah uh, speaking of uh, some of the teams uh, upgrades have been a a big talking talking point because uh, apparently a lot of uh, a lot of teams. Uh, tend to bring their first major upgrade to the like first European race of the season. That's what I think Otmar was saying that about Alpine. It's like, yeah, that's a pretty common thing. Is like the first European race, that's when they bring their major upgrades. Uh, and in saying that, Alpine do plan to bring some significant aero upgrades uh, for their car for the first race. Uh, Red Bull also are planning to bring some upgrades, but Ferrari have opted not to uh, mm. due to the fact that it is a sprint weekend, I might have mentioned this very briefly in the podcast, but uh, yeah, they're not planning on bringing upgrades uh, at all just because of the fact that, you know, there's only the really one practice session before you have qualifying and then the second practice session on the, um, on the Saturday. Um, you've really got one practice session before you really need to hook stuff together for a, a flying lap. Um, and they're like, that's that's not enough time to, to test and correlate and, you know, it's make sure... It's not enough time to get ready for a flying lap, let yeah. alone anything else. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's enough to get used to how the track operates with these cars, and that's it. So yeah. um, them thinking, oh, you know, an upgrade, it's like, wow, it's, it's a bit risky to bring it to, to find out. And, you know, and then if, it, if the upgrade fails or we spend too much time in the garage, you know, fiddling around with it or... Um, you know, it, it causes a, a crash, you know, in worst case scenario, the upgrade or something causes a failure and then they don't get up the session at all. And then they potentially misqualifying. That's, that's catastrophic. So, yep. um, you know, I think they've got a solid enough car as it is right now that they don't need to risk bringing that upgrade for this race. So, yeah, you would think that any teams that are bringing them are likely to be almost like just like a direct evolution. They've been planning after testing anyway, almost mm. like a safe kind of upgrade yep. rather yep. than maybe something like that. They're taking a sidestep onto test. Any team maybe trying to experiment you think this is not the time to do it but there's you know a few teams where we saw a few kind of startings of things that when we got to bahrain but they haven't been able to actually evolve on that now so Mm. if they are adding a few things they're probably pretty confident that it's you know not going to cause chaos true yeah that's a good point i guess ferrari at this point are looking for more you know the performance improvements rather than trying to find find performance they're trying to improve yes. their, their base we've heard so, murmurs yeah. that overall they're trying to bring like a second kind of bigger yeah. version of their car forward and they're not really in a rush to do it and rather than as you say try to funnel these little packages they're going well no we're just going to go bigger picture and take our time because we have the beauty of doing that yeah and then we can 
push it through with confidence later on. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, the the one thing I did read just before this is that apparently, uh, but we talked briefly about how with Charles sort of running away with, uh, running away with it compared to Carlos, how we think maybe it could be them favoring Charles over over Carlos in, t- in the team, but. Uh, Bonotto has come out and said it's still too early for the team orders mm-hmm. at Ferrari, so they're still backing uh, Carlos for now uh, to to sort of hold his own and and, and fight. You know, they're not gonna not gonna tell uh, Carlos to step aside for for Charles right now, but uh, it I think it, it's very much the next sort of two or three races he needs to show what he's what he's worth otherwise he will very quickly slip into that number two position so i think depending on what happens i think at the championship too i think they Mm. have the beauty where let's say you know leclerc's up on top and max is right behind him and um yeah similar to last year yeah 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 they're not gonna say hey sign stay out there and be a blocker like checo was in if you think about france you know Mm. they're gonna go well no don't worry about that or even abu dhabi the last one where he you know exactly off, good his, example yeah, yep that, and he was yeah, happy to do that but they're mm-hmm. they're saying they're not you know even if that comes up they're not gonna really yeah. hurt him potentially one two three or more places just to help charles win out the championship they yeah. would you know that scenario yeah no we're okay for now or yeah, cool. who knows maybe signs will be up there and then this is his his fight back yeah maybe know, i mean if, um... if this is this is a great chance for him in front of uh, the Tifosi home crowd to to show actually no he can he can bring this Ferrari team you know to to pure dominance so yeah um you know it's it's a great opportunity for him I, I obviously we hope he does very well he had a a bit of a disaster of an Australian weekend so he, he, he I think for his confidence um he, he needs to bounce back from that so and um, he knows yeah. he's got it I mean yeah oh, of course I, yeah. I, even hearing a lot of a lot of the talk out of Melbourne now being, you know, almost two weeks out of it now. And there's still mm. things coming up. We're going, oh yeah, there's also this little issue. Oh yeah, there's yeah. also that little thing. And I was just, I had some things I'm still learning going, wow, <laughs> it actually was a lot more. And I yeah. didn't give him enough credit. I think I was a bit harsh on him during our review without realizing yeah, yeah. the scale of what was going on. And yeah. to his credit, he came out afterwards and says, probably in the media in his own mindset, he did manage Pauline to reflect mm. on it from that as well. Good on yeah. him. So I have, he does seem to be that, um, pretty hard on himself. Uh, like yes. he has these really high expectations and, uh, a high bar set in Charles at the moment. So, you know, that's yes. the bar he wants to be at that level or above. Like, you know, he's given a, he's been given a card that is championship quality. And at the moment he's, um, you know, he's, he's falling in terms of that pace to, to Charles and that sort of composure and that, that mentality, I guess, side of things. So, yeah. Um, you know, he's, he's very hard on himself and I think he will, uh, it's hopefully going to make him a better driver. So, um, but we'll see, you know, I think like I said, this is a great weekend to, to test for that, but, uh, um, enough of that. Let's go into our predictions for the weekend. Uh, as you said before we recorded, we've got three predictions this weekend, um, with the, uh, you know, the sprint race. So we've got who will get pole, who will win the sprint and who will win the race. We'll touch on our scores so far. Uh, I've made a <laughs> outstanding comeback uh, by picking Charles Charles for Australia. So With we're currently sitting. Pick. Yeah. Wow. It's it's the right pick. So uh, two all at the moment we're sitting at. So you know we're right in it. Uh, remember to play along at home. Um, it's a yeah. I don't know. Bit of fun. But uh, let's go with uh, who we think will get pole position. And uh, you went first last time, so I guess I'll I'll throw my 
Throw my prediction out for there. For qualifying pole position. Yeah. Qualifying, yes. Yeah, yeah I don't think they're calling it sprint qualifying They changed anymore. the terminology. Yeah, so. I just couldn't remember how. So I yeah, like, yeah. I think they're just calling it the sprint or... Uh, people are still calling it the sprint race. I'm just, just yeah. the sprint. Just call it the fucking sprint race. Um, so, and in yeah. the record books, I think now if you get pole and qualifying, it counts. That's, that's what it counts as. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. Because yeah, 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 I had that yeah. year of... Three races where the records are different. Yeah, I, ha- I had, I had <laughs> yeah, I had, I had the rant about that, and then you joined in on the rant. Yeah, that was a good, good, good video. <laughs> I like that good. one. Um, but yeah, so for, for for qualifying pole, I've gone Charles again. Um, I think he's so confident in that car over one lap, um, and I think he sort of feeds off a lot of that energy. Uh, and coming to to Imola with the Tifosi, I think that will just elevate him to another level again. Um, and he'll be able to pull out just a, a, a an incredible lap to, to get the pole position for qual- for for qualifying. So, going with Charles. Ooh, wow, big surprise. Ooh, Ooh I'm spicy. Who have you gone with? Um. All right. So I'm gonna go with something different Ooh. for the sake of just trying to be different. I was okay. thinking one of these three. I have to stray from from mm-hmm. the standard, right? And actually, not just end this podcast in 30 seconds. Hey, how are you going? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um. I think, all right, few factors at play that I really want to quickly mention. Yeah, go. I didn't realize that in qualifying in Melbourne, how close Max and Shoal were until basically the second last corner. And seeing mm-hmm. the review, I realized that they were basically neck and neck until that second last corner. Yeah. And Max just stuffed it up enough, to which generated that gap. And that first turn of rewind, because I went, even in our review, and we kind of said, oh, Shoal just went out there and just dominated the lap. And went, well, actually, they were side by side through the whole way. And if mm. you consider how far off that Red Bull was. I think that was set up as well. Like a lot of that they said was set up because they were protecting. I think they said they were protecting the rear tires, but it turns out during the race, the front tires were the ones that were graining. So they um, went the wrong way too. Yeah. They went the wrong way. And I think that's what was hurting them in that third sector. So, yeah. um, So I wanted to mention that, but Mm -hmm. that's not, there's not the driver I'm going to pick is not from that team. Wow. So I am going to say that I think, Lando Norris. Carlos Sainz will get the pole. Wow. He's going to bounce Lando, I did briefly consider because last year he had that cracker lap before he He cacked it, but I just don't think the McLaren is up there enough to get that. You could argue someone like Alonso again considering that cracker consistency, but I just think Mm -hmm. air. But I think, look, yes, after all the ranting I did about Sainz going, oh, and the pressure (laughs) isn't hacking and that, but I think over qualifying (laughs) has been nearly there. And I think after a weekend like he had last weekend... um, I just feel like this quality might be one. I just like if he's gonna get in any, and I want to pick him for one of them, then I'm I'm gonna pick him here. And again, I want to go for yeah. something a bit different. So cool. I'm gonna put my money on on signs for the qualifying. Interesting. Okay. I I think it has a very good shot of being a very 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 close qualifying at the top. Oh yes. Um, <laughs> I think it could be one one to watch. So, um, all right. Well, let's move on to who we think will win the sprint race, which uh, it's. It's like half. Is it half distance? I forget exactly. Quarter. How, it's around quarter. quarter or third, something like that. Yeah. So it's, I think it is just a quarter. Is it just that quarter means distance? They can ensure there's no pit stops or anything. Gotcha. Like you can go. I think you can go the softest, or, or you can go any tire. But most any of tire, them, yeah. it, they try to balance it so the soft is kind of gonna start to go off, and the medium starts sure. to go on as they as they okay. get to the end. I believe. Right. Okay. Uh. So yeah. So who do we think will uh will get the sprint race win? Uh, Kyle, your thoughts? Um, well, I said I was going to make one bold call, and then mm-hmm. I've gone back to maybe the standard call here. I've gone with your boy, the Monogasque Leclerc. Okay. <laughs> yep. I just yep. think in 
let's be honest, in race form, I still think... I expect him to start P2, let's be real. Mm-hmm. And then I expect in race form, I think on the start, he'll just have the edge. I think we might get a nice fight there, but I just feel like... Yes, this is a shorter race, but I just see him, you know, at the start. He just seems at the start of a race to be at his best as well. So I yeah. feel like he's going to make a move somewhere and then keep it from there for the sprint. Fair enough. Um, I've gone with Max. I think. Oh, good on you! <laughs> I think with the, um, the sprint races we saw last year, he. He was ultra aggressive on that opening lap. Uh, like. Got and I know. Silverstone. I, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> But he he pulled it off the first time. The second time yes. didn't. He tried to do a similar like, thing, but yeah, um, yeah. But like, I think he is just he will be ultra, ultra, ultra aggressive uh, on that opening lap to be able to get out in front. Um, to especially in that sprint, I think him knowing that there's like less time and less kilometers to do things means he'll be that little bit more aggressive and maybe send something that. You know, maybe he would be slightly more patient for, and I say slightly, and I'm talking slightly more patient for in the race, like in a full length race. But um, I could absolutely see, you know, Max starting P2, uh, Charles starting P1 yeah, for the sprint race, and Max uh, either by virtue of getting just a really good start, or you know, into that first uh, first proper corner, like it's the sh- chicane. Flashbacks really, of isn't last it? year, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, with 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 Hamilton, like uh, I could absolutely see him just sort of sending it and just sort of pushing, just kind of pushing him off, uh, pushing Charles off, and, and and getting into the into the lead there, and then and then holding him off uh, enough to win the sprint. So I could absolutely see Max winning that one for sure. I could see Charles mm-hmm. or Carlos winning that as well, or Perez for that matter. Like, but I'm gonna go with Max. I think he's yeah. just he's he's got that aggressive style suited for that shorter form uh race so good call i like it yeah uh all right well let's move on to the the full race winner then who do we think will win the the big boy race on the sunday um you can go for this one i will go first and i've gone back to good old charlie leclerc (laughs) um again (laughs) over the full length distance uh i think he's just got the temperament right now uh and the car underneath him uh to be able to you know even if he does start P2 or whatever behind Max, I think, you know, the that Ferrari and Charles, it's it's just a perfect perfect mix right now, uh, and he'll be able to take that win. Um, maybe not comfortably, but uh, I do think he'll be able to get back uh, to take the, take the win in the end. So, yes, I um yes, I copy paste my sentiments that I said yes. before for the split yep. race that okay. in race form, and I mean even when strategy comes into play, I think in a race where you can have to deal on the fly with virtual safety cars or incidents or potentially, I haven't looked at the weather radar, we probably should look at the weather if we're <laughs> looking ahead to the track, but sometimes it can be Boy, so unreliable. A... I mean, yeah, where's yeah. that 40% it's... Melbourne rain every day, huh? There was a 0% there. <laughs> well, if you watch the broadcast and you, you, you like listen to the Sky Sports and they're like, oh, it could rain this weekend yes. and then it's sunny for like the entire weekend. It's like, and then wow, Ted's thanks. doing his notebook with an umbrella. Oh, there's spots winds. of rain. Spots of rain. <laughs> Oh, is there, Ted? Is there? Mm. <laughs> no, it's always yeah. post-race. He, he gets out there, he's, and then he has an umbrella, and it's windy, oh, and there's yeah. all sorts yeah. of weather an hour after. <laughs> yeah, wow. Um, yes, no. Um, as, but I did want to mention as well, I think, the Ferrari in general, I guess, 
aside the issues that happened to Carlos, but that seemed to me more just kind of general operational areas than, yeah. you know, a strategy kind of thing. Um, I think they've shown this year that the clown gear is truly sold on eBay and long gone out of their hands. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> so I think right. from that regard, even if something comes up and even if they start behind Max, but they can pull a bit of a blinder, undercut, overcut. Again, they're, they're so good on their tyres so they can under or overcut. So it's hard to say. It's true especially with the most recent performance in Moen, at least, to mm. go with anyone else. That's probably the safest pick, but I'm glad for I the two so. trickier picks. Yep. We've gone different. I was um, I did fearing con- that we were going to go... <laughs> I did consider just going Charles, Charles, Charles. I'm just like, ah, it's fucking same. so boring. I think so we both boring. shared a moment before we recorded and we're like, oh, yeah. and then I'm like, no, 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 okay, think, yep. okay. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, like I said, uh, for those listening on Spotify, uh, let us know by... Or, or if you're watching on YouTube and you prefer to do, say, do it this way, tweet your predictions at our uh, twitter at final sector yt if you are watching on youtube you can leave them in the comments below we'd very much love to see if you have uh, any other opinions um but yeah that's that's our our thoughts on the imola grand prix i think it's going to be a really fascinating one to watch um I'm very curious to see if this sprint format uh, and the extension of points sort of does uh increase uh you know that or does mean that sort of midfield will fight a little bit harder um for those points and those positions so um yeah if, if that's all from you we'll uh, uh we'll wrap this one up but uh yeah, yeah thank well, you all good. for for listening and watching and uh we'll see you after the immoral race enjoy uh and we'll see you next week take care all. ciao